And it is Tuesday. Pray that you're having a great day. Looking forward to a blessed day. We're in a series right now entitled Moses, Jesus, and the Last Days. We are in the second message in this series, Moses Points to Jesus. And as we closed yesterday, we were looking in the third chapter of Genesis at the prophecy that God gave concerning the Messiah and how he, the seed of the woman, would crush the serpent's head. Yes, the serpent would bruise his heel. There would be pain inflicted on him. But he would, at the end of the day, defeat him soundly and eternally. So let's get back into the message as we continue looking in Genesis at the things that point to and prophesy about the Lord Jesus. Obviously, the death blow is a crush to the head of a snake, right? But there's also pain that's going to be inflicted on the seed of the woman. God says it. You will bruise his heel. There will be pain that you will cause him, but he will crush and destroy you. He, singular. Something about a promised seed, someone is going to come and destroy you. First time Jesus is mentioned there. First prophecy concerning the Son of God. Very first thing that happens in the garden between two boys is a murder. One is a righteous man. The other is a wicked man. One brings to God what God asks and requires of him. The other one gives God whatever he wants to do with his attitude and it's wrong. His heart is away from God and it's wicked. And he kills. Cain kills Abel. The enemy is already at work because he doesn't know who the seed is. He has no clue. He doesn't know. Abel's a righteous man. Could be Abel. Let's kill him. You have this pattern then starting all the way from there that's going to go all the way through, especially the Exodus narrative and all the way into the scripture beyond that to the destruction of the Jewish people. Why do you think Pharaoh sought to kill the first males? Because they were expecting a redeemer. They were expecting a savior. You ever wonder why when Abraham went down into Egypt and he told Sarah to lie and told her, tell them, you're my sister because they may kill me. Why would they kill him? Why is he worried about himself? Because Abraham understood the promise and knew that anyone who was righteous, he'd already been promised a promised heir, a seed through whom, and he, he was already told by God, in you all the nations of the earth will be blessed. He knew he had a target on his back. He understood this, you see. Because he's a picture, he's a pattern that God is establishing, that he is setting. Adam is placed in the garden by God, in this temple, where there's worship and encountering God going on. He's a priest, he's a king, but he is placed in that garden to work over it and to watch over it. To tend it and to take care of it. You know what? This is the exact 
same commission that God gives to the Levites who will work in the tabernacle to work and to watch over the tabernacle as priests. Adam and Eve, when they sin, God, they cover themselves up with fig leaves, right? Itchy, bad stuff. Not comfortable. God comes and puts clothes upon them to hide the shame of their nakedness. The exact same terminology are used concerning the clothing of the priests in the tabernacle. God tells them in Exodus 29, Exodus 28, that he puts these tunics upon them to hide their nakedness. There's patterns that are emerging. Adam is to be a, an individual through whom God's image is made known to the world. Who he is and what he's like to bring life and to bring light to the world. That is his commission. That is to bear the image of God. He failed at that, didn't he? He sinned. Here's the thing, and we'll see this next week. When you go into Israel, you have Adam. Then you move into Israel. All of these same things, they're going to mimic Adam exactly. And you know what? Guess what they're going to do? They're going to fall. They're going to fall. Because God has factored the fall in it all. Thus the need for a redeemer to save them from the fall. When you come to Jesus, Jesus is going to mirror Adam. He is going to mirror Israel. But he is not going to fall. No, he is not going to fall. He is going to be successful in what he does in behalf of the whole world. And that, my friend, is wonderful news. Lord willing, we get back together tomorrow. We will continue looking at this beautiful pattern that's being established in the Torah, in the prophets, in the writings, as well as in Adam and in Israel. Again, all pointing to the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ himself, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be yours both now and evermore.